Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Blast of the Past podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan. And I'm Adley Elizabeth. So today's theme, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. So, <laughs> so a lot of this show, uh, this is our first episode, so everything's a bit new. Uh, but we're going to go right ahead and go right at it. Okay, so this, uh, so this show was, uh, it was uh, thought of after, uh, so a few days into quarantine, I got into this old shoebox, and, um, and I found all these uh, old Game Boy Color games, and it opened up a whole uh, world of memories from playing the Game Boy Color, and, um, and, and, uh, and yeah, and so <laughs> I, uh, so I uh, put in the games into my old Game Boy, uh, Game Boy DS. I actually have all the games here. Um, and I checked to see if they were still working. And after 15 plus years, yeah, Adelaide's opening the bag right now. For all of you on Insta, I will show you. Fantastic. And um, and yeah, so I played them after years of not playing, and it was still working just the same. Maybe not those. <laughs> those are for the Game Boy Color, which we'll get into uh, for a little bit. Anyhow, we were talking to Sofer, and we were actually on a meeting uh, online using Zoom. And um, he showed me the game he was holding, and I got so enthusiastic. And we got talking, and we recuperated some of the memories we had playing these first Pokemon games, and talking about the struggle you had as a child going through and wanting to play on your Game Boy Color. It was a real struggle, not only for us, for the parents too. And I remember with the Game Boy Color, the thing about it, you know, it always, always ran out of batteries. It you did. could never get enough batteries. It's true. And it was near impossible to play at night. Um, I remember uh, on the way back home, uh, if it was dark, I had to pause the game and then uh, restart it um, every time I passed by a, a light in the street because I couldn't see the screen. But anyhow, these struggles kind of bonded us together and we decided that we weren't the only one probably who lived through these struggles and we thought this was going to be probably a great format to talk about. Exactly. So uh, with that spirit of nostalgia, you know, we wanted to talk about one of the very first games that defined a lot of our childhoods, which is Pokemon. But before we go into that, yeah. Jonathan is going to introduce himself and I will introduce myself so you know a little bit who, who is behind the mic. So I'm Jonathan, uh, full name Jonathan Lim, <laughs> and uh, I am a mathematics student here at uh, VU. Um, I've been uh, quarantining here uh, in Amsterdam uh, for the full uh, almost three weeks now. Yep. And uh, I've also decided to grow a glorious quarantine beard uh, during this time. Um, a little bit more about me. Uh, my first ever, uh, first ever Pokemon game, uh, fun fact, was actually a Gen 2 game because uh, the Gen 1 game that I did play the first time around was completely in Spanish, so I just decided to start with the Gen 2. But I'm a, I'm a Pokemon Gold version player. All right, and I'm Adelie Elizabeth. I'm currently doing my master's at the VU, as you're listening to the VU Campus Radio. Um, what should I tell you? I'm 27, and I, although I'm 27, I'm still a major fan of Pokemon. <laughs> my ever first Pokemon game was really up the first gen. That was Pokemon Blue. Um, and aside from recuperating memories over Pokemon, I also enjoy playing other games as well. So we decided that this podcast was a great platform to come together and to talk about this love of vintage gaming and uh, to recuperate your childhood memories as well. 
in the light of that, we're gonna do the very first episode about the very first thing we both played on a Game Boy, exactly. which was Pokemon, mm -hmm. which is kind of defined our childhood. It is the staple mode. of all people that play the Game Boy. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is the thing which you still remember. I'm sure everybody that's tuning in and listening to this around our age knows by heart which Pokemon they ever had, which Pokemon they ever catched, which badges they ever acquired, and also which games they played ever. Um, but before I jump into my Pokemon adventure, Jonathan, why don't you tell me a little bit more about your very first Pokemon adventure? So my very first Pokemon adventure, um, I'm holding up the original cartridge that I played on years ago, uh, if you can see us on Instagram. Um, it is the Pokemon Gold version with uh, the Ho-Oh on the front, which is the, uh, the flying rainbow-colored bird. <laughs> which nobody could pronounce and was already seen in one of the first, like, one of the very first episodes of First Gen. I think it was the day that Ash Ketchum left Pelotown. You could see the you bird see, flying. Exactly. But Gen 2 didn't even exist back then. No, it was completely from the show, but, uh... Which is exactly why they made more versions, because they kept thinking of more Pokemon. But anyways, um, so my very first adventure, I started off, uh, my player's name was, of course, Jonathan. And <laughs> there's the sound of the first battle I ever fought, and like usual, it's always going to be a Rattatat that you fight. But um, anyways, my first ever starter, uh, I tend to go with water Pokemon, so my first ever starter was uh, Totodile, the crocodile Pokemon. And uh, I remember just leaving... Um, I can't remember the name of the town right now, but um, wasn't it Azilia Town or Azura Town or something like that? I'm just gonna, you know, briefly look it up because we have another computer here. So exactly, uh, yeah. Just go ahead. But uh, but anyways, I set off on my adventure, and I, <laughs> the thing about me with my adventures, I always choose. Uh, I always try to have like a range of different Pokemon. So I'll have like uh, one water, and then I try to find like one ground. Uh, one leaf and I usually just stick with that team throughout unless I catch like a rare Pokemon and then that other Pokemon that I used to uh, play with a lot would just kind of disappear <laughs> from my team. Wait, so you were one of those trainers who trained their starter Pokemon to level 90 and the rest would be around 40 or did you train all around your well, team? Well, it depended on the situation, you know, each situation calls for a different type of Pokemon and uh, yeah, so I would just... I. I always, always had my starter Pokemon on my team. Like, that's without a doubt. Like, that, that's a staple in your team. Of course. You cannot abandon them. They, no, they are no, the no. go-to element. And, um, and yeah, I just remember, uh, I just remember long hours on the Game Boy Color uh, playing all the way until the Wii night. And then, uh, fun fact, I never knew how to set the clock right. And so my AMs were actually PMs in the Pokemon game. And whenever I played, it would be nighttime. And whenever I, I was playing in the nighttime, it would always be daytime in Pokemon. Oh. I never knew how to fix it. Now I remember, yeah, Pokemon uh, Gold and Silver were the first one who actually featured time. So it would go dark in the night. Exactly. This wasn't in the original yeah. version. I remember, yeah. Yeah, so I always got really confused. I'm like, why is it nighttime? And I didn't figure out how to change a clock till I think I was like 10 or something. Aw. Yeah, but uh, I did eventually wound up catching Ho-Oh, and, uh, yeah. Which was a real pain, because it was always roaming. It was, uh, always kind of roaming, but I did manage to catch it. Uh, I, <laughs> God, I, I can't remember how I catched it. I, I think it was a lot of trial and error. It's a, it was a very frustrating part of my life, uh, was catching the Ho-Oh, but I wound up doing it. 
still looking for it though, where I can find it, what the first town is. Should be on there though. Did you have one of those parcel struggles? Parcel struggles? I... Where you have to like mail like a letter to the town. I... I... I have to say I can't uh I can't recall off the top of my memory exactly what happened. I've played I think about uh quite a few other games since then. I found a town. It's called New Bark Town. New Bark Town. New Bark Town, that's the one. Of course. Yeah, so that would make sense. So let's talk a little bit about your Pokemon adventure now. Oh my god. Unfortunately I couldn't find the cartridge or my original Game Boy. Um, my Game Boy Color. Um, my first, very first Pokemon game was Pokemon Blue. And I remember getting that game, getting my pink Game Boy Color, I was over the moon. And when I started the game, I found out I could only be a boy. Which really was a shame, but yeah. So you still named the boy character after yourself. So yeah, I technically had the boy character who was named Adelie, but yeah, who cared at the time? And then I remember going to Professor Oak and trying to acquire your first Pokemon, and there was this very first pick. And this was hard, because in the television series you remember Ash Ketchum going there and picking up his Pokemon, and he would arrive late, so no Squirtle, no Charmander, no Bulbasaur. He would get a Pikachu. And so in, this, in the game I expected that I would get a Pikachu too. But this wasn't the case. Yeah, no, it, it was never the case. No. Uh, you always had to pick something that was off-brand, <laughs> that wasn't Pikachu. You were one of the trainers that got there on time. That's yeah. the whole catch. Yeah. So uh, I, uh, which is actually pretty funny because the guy is called Catchem. But anyhow, um, I went there and I browsed through the Pokemon and I picked a Bulbasaur. I don't really remember why, but if I look back on most of my Pokemon adventures, I tend to pick the Grass type a lot. But anyhow, I picked the Bulbasaur. I was always a water Pokemon guy. I I love the water. You know, I grew up by the beach as well. <laughs> so I guess it makes sense because yeah. I grew up next to a forest, so maybe that kind of correlates with the fact how you pick your first starter. If and you live next to a volcano, maybe you exactly. pick a charm. So under. Hawaiians are like totally Charizard <laughs> across the board. <laughs> For sure. And then I remember I went to a series of struggles, and then you had to pick this po these Pokemon you wanted to get on your team, but I was exactly the same like you did. That Bulbasaur stayed with me until, well, actually after I made it to the Elite Four. Because mm -hmm. it's your starter, it kind of grows with you, it stays with you, and I didn't have a clue what I was doing because, newsflash, um, I didn't speak English or read English back then, so for me it was a was puzzle game. Pokemon game in Dutch? No, no, no. They never translated the Pokemon games in this country in Dutch. So blue, red, yellow, never Dutch. Everything was in English. So oh. my struggle during those game times were I had this like dictionary which I could barely read mm -hmm. and I would walk with my Game Boy to my mother and ask her what does it say here because I I do not read English so and yeah I guess in this country that was the very first start for a lot of people my age to learn English because mm -hmm. you wanted to know what was going on in this town where you could get these Pokemon and for me it was basically Japanese in the screen it could have been Japanese might as well because it may I have been Japanese yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who yeah, knows well, that would make a lot more sense though but um yeah no it's a uh, I mean, I got a co uh, copy of Yellow that was just in complete Spanish, so I didn't even have any luck either. So, and that was a, literally, you know, uh, a, a struggle for me. So I can imagine how much it must have been a struggle for you as well. We didn't know, and um, yeah, you, you were kind of having to find out. And I remember uh, an old friend of mine; uh, her brother was a little bit older, and he got 
this book from Nintendo where it would you know tell you in here what to do basically like a walkthrough guide but then yeah. really old fashioned which was of course also in English so it didn't really help us either <laughs> but <laughs> at least we could look at the pictures and be like hmm I haven't been here so it must make sense and uh, yeah you kind of went through back at those days I guess for kids that didn't really have the native language it was a legit adventure slash puzzle game because you had to go with exploring everything and talking to everyone without understanding one bit of it. Um, and this kind of brought you along in the game and, and you know saw you with different things. Can you tell me a little bit about the Pokemon you actually catched in your game? Um, so one of the Pokemon that I was always adamant to try and catch uh, was a Pseudowood. Ah, the, the big tree yeah, branch. Yeah, the big tree branch. I, yeah. I always thought that was just, I, I thought it was one of the coolest Pokemon I had. And because I also had Totodile, you know, I needed a, a grass Pokemon. And um, yeah, I adamantly tried to catch one. And this is like way back before like people started worrying about stats and whatnot. <laughs> or, or Pokemon Type. breeding. Yeah. You know, like it got like real like a dog show real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's oh, true. This, this is half like a ditto, half half like a Charizard. Oh, but it's stats, you know. <laughs> the color's off, you know. It's a, <laughs> you know, this whole. It's a shiny. Ah! It's turned into like a whole, like yeah. you know, like dog breeding show essentially. And um, but no, th these are much simpler times, you know. We didn't have the thing where you had to feed them, uh, except from rare candies because they've been around for ages. But you didn't get any stat candies. You didn't take them to Pokemon shows. You were just happy when you saw one and you liked it based on appearance value. Exactly. And I guess what was interesting about it was it was also simultaneously a rock Pokemon, I think. Maybe. Or a ground... <sighs> no, I think that was the catch. He looked like a grass Pokemon, but he was actually part grass, part rock. Because I remember from... Well, the yeah, that would make sense if he was a tree, then he's part in the ground. Yeah. Because I remember from the episodes, from the television series episodes, of whenever you used a water attack on him, he would run. So, and if he's a grass-type Pokemon, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, no, makes sense. I'm going to uh, fact-check it. Please do fact-check it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, I think it is time uh, that we talk about one of our favorite ever songs. I think everyone will recognize um, this song always played at the end of the episodes for Pokemon. And they always played it in segments, but we're going to give you the full version here. Uh, this is the PokeRap by, uh, by Pokemon. Here it is. Be the best there ever was to beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venator, Atata, Firo, Pidgey, Sea King, Jolteon, Dragonite, Gastly, Pony, Tavaporeon, Polyrath, Butterfree. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch them all. Pokemon! I'll search across the land, look far and wide, release from my hand the power that's in. Polywag, Nidorino, Golduck, Ivasaur, Grimer, Victory Bell, Moltres, Nidoking, King, Farfetch, Abra, Jigglypuff, Kingler, Rhyhorn, Clefable, Wigglytuff. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all, Pokemon! Zubat, Primate, Meowth, Onyx, Geodude, Rapidash, Magneton, Snorlax, Gengar, Tangela, Goldene, Spearow, Weezing, Seal, Gyarados, Slowbro! Gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all! Yeah. Cluster, Canopy, Sandshrew, Bubbles, Archer, Mander, Golem, Pikachu! At least 150 or more to see to be a Pokemon Master! 
Kyrgyzstan, Hypno, Electabuzz, Flareon, Blastoise, Polyworld, Oddish, Drowsy, Raichu, Nidder Queen, Bellsprout, Starmie! Woo! We're at the halfway point, doing great so far. We? What's all this we stuff? I'm doing all the hard work. Break time's over. Here we go! Metapod, Marowak, Akuna, Clefairy, Dodrio, Seedra, Firebloom, Granny, Lickitung, Tauros, Weedle, Nidoran, Machop, Shelter, Porygon, Hitmonchan! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Yeah! Haunter, Squirtle, Chansey, Pokemon, Parasite, Execute, Muck, Dugong, Johto, Lapras, Vulpix, Rhydon. At least 150 or more to see. To be a Pokemon monster is my destiny. Charizard, Machamp, Pinsir, Coffee, Nutrio, Goldpat, Staryu, Magikarp, Ninetales, Ekans, Omastar, Scyther, Tentacle, Dragonair, Magmar. Whoa, catch your breath, man. Shake out those lips. It's downhill from here. Just 24 so listen real good. Sandslash, Hitmonlee, Psyduck, Arcanine, Eevee, Executor, Kabutop, Septo, Satini, Bowlife, Mr. Mind, Cubone, Graveler, Voltorb, Gloom. We're almost home! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! So, we are now back. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, change to a lighter song. Maybe turn that down just a little bit. Okay, great. I gotta say, and I have a legit question, why, why, why do we all struggle to remember the things we need to remember for exams? And yet, what, 20 years later for me, I can still mouth every word of this song. But if you ask me what I studied at the beginning of my bachelor, I don't have a clue anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, <laughs> well, I'm still in my first year bachelor, and um, and so uh, things are still a little bit fresh for me, because uh, they will haunt me forever. No, not really. I'm a math student, so, you know, these <coughs> things only. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, speaking of algorithms, uh, you know, the chance of actually catching a, a shiny. Uh, it's I, so low. It's incredibly low. It is so low. Oh, by the way, guys, we fact-checked it. Sudowoodoo. Rock Pokemon. It is indeed a rock Pokemon. I uh, I was mistaken. I just thought it looked cool, but um, it did though. I mean, yeah. it. But also because it got so much FaceTime on the actual cartoon series, because I think Ash was trying to catch this Sudowoodo forever. They were chasing it through a forest. I remember that, and I think he was also trying to catch it. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, a lot of the Pokemon that you see on the show, you definitely try and catch in the games. Absolutely. You know, if you you want to, you know, people to catch a Pokemon, let's say that's not doing too well, uh, doing too well, you uh, you broadcast on the show. And uh, if I recall, every uh, show between the commercial uh, segments, it would say, "Who's that Pokemon?" And yeah. Have a, an outline, and uh, every time, <laughs> every time. Uh, when I was watching it, my uncle would just shout Pikachu, no matter <laughs> <laughs> what Pokemon it was, and it was clearly like uh, like Squirtle. Like for example, it's like who's that Pokemon? My uncle would just say it's Pikachu, it's Squirtle. God damn it! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> well, I must say my mother was quite good with this, so she used to get it right. But the one I remember vividly is what I always got confused about. You would get those parts and. 
that they would actually translate in this country. Mm. Thank God. <laughs> and then you would see this, only this like black circle. And I didn't understand who the hell that was. Who that? <laughs> I would be who like, the hell's that? black circle Pokemon. Because for sure it wasn't ghastly because yeah, first gen, you know, it had the, the thing around. But what's a circular Pokemon? Uh, Voltorb? Uh, no, because you would have the eyes. It was actually, yeah, there you go, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But struggles were real at that time. Yeah. yeah. And I guess this is how we remember, because actually they use a lot of knowledge behind this because they keep repeating it episode and episode over. Who is this Pokemon? So they, yeah, yeah. they had a whole model behind it. You had the this. whole entire commercial to guess what Pokemon what? this was, and guaranteed you spent the entire commercial break looking yes. through the pictures of the Pokemon and trying to get it right. Right. You got no rewards for it, as far as I'm aware of. <laughs> no. But uh, but yeah, you spent the entire time. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you saw an advertisement for Reese's Pieces <laughs> peanut butter cups or. Uh, totally blacked out. You didn't care anymore. You yeah, were exactly. looking, looking, looking. And back in those days, these people were actually doing something pretty clever. So uh, these cartoon makers really knew the whole cognitive conditioning going mm -hmm. on there with the PokeRab and this kind of remembering which Pokemon it was. And you have this whole generation that just completely, completely adores the entire, uh, entire. Uh, thought behind Pokemon. Like right. it's, uh, you know, we see a bunch of uh, branch off shows from it. You know, you see, uh, what was it? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! In, in Digimon, sense. I Digimon. guess. Uh, that, that was the first, uh, first thing that yep. you argued about in elementary school. Well, elementary school for me, I'm not sure what you guys call it. Uh, yeah, we call it elementary school too, which is okay. kids go here from elementary school from about five to 12, and then they go on to high school. Yeah, yeah. So okay. We, we, in this country, we combine your elementary and middle school kind of together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Makes sense. Anyways, so the main topic of discussion, usually uh, in like grade, like second or third, was uh, which one's better, Pokemon, Pokemon or Digimon. Digimon? Exactly. And you always argued, you're like, no, no, Digimon's like this, you, know, you, you got the, you know, the whole theme going, and then you have Pokemon over here, and you're talking about like, no, what the hell? You know, it's <laughs> Pikachu clearly trumps over whatever, uh, what blue eyes, white dragon, or whatever the hell you're talking about. I think and, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely was. Digimon was the show where you would only get one partner. I guess it was called a Digimon or a Digimonster or whatever it was. I remember the Digital monster. I remember the Tunes of yeah. Digimon, Digimon Digital, Digital Monsters, Monsters Digimon da, da, Garden da, 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 Champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah long time ago. <laughs> and they had this little device which kind of looked like a badge in which they hold the, the Digimonster and it could yeah, come yeah, out of there. Yeah, and then you go through like, this whole cyberspace thing. Yeah, it was, and they would move to a different world. It was just too far fetched for me. I like the. I think the simplicity of Pokemon. And straightforwardness and the logic and the scientific backing <laughs> yeah. of Pokemon just held a lot more clear to me as a kid. I'm like, you see, a, you see a creature in the wild, you catch it, you make it fight for you, you get money, you get badges, boom, chicken fight. <laughs> that makes completely it makes so much sense to as a well five-year-old. That you can, you know, Gyarados, very big, Pokeball, very tiny. You know, fits it, in there. It, it was, it was so. <laughs> I remember I was trying to figure out how to how to get a Gyarados, and it turns out you can evolve the Magikarp if you if you just use it enough times. And yeah. I could not make that connection. Like I'm like, how the hell do you fight with this thing? Level it just 20. splashes. Thank God they made it level twenty, because honestly, if it was like level well, like 50, I would have never owned a Gyarados in my life. And then you got this. I don't know if this was included in the first version mm -hmm. of the game. It's called an XP share. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The item you could give it to the to the Magikarp, then you would have your like legit Pokemon fight, yeah. and mm -hmm. it would get XP, and you, boom. And you that's know? how I leveled up my uh, Magikarp. Actually. I think that's how everybody did it because honestly, it doesn't learn any attacks. I think up until level. 17 where it first learns tackle so then level 17 you have a magikarp all it can do is splash and tackle and those tackles aren't like you know a charizard running into you this is basically i don't know it's not, it's not any better than splash yeah no. so the only real legit reason or way to do is was to get your xp share and how valuable as well uh to your pokemon experience is ditto. Without ditto, you could not make more Pokemon. No. You literally, you caught a ditto, you were set. You, you could clone anything. Pokemon. Well, I always thought of it as cloning. I didn't really realize exactly what was going on in the daycare. And now that you think about it a little bit. It's, it's kind of weird that in a daycare Pokemon breed, it's super And it's like an old dude, too, that, that watches over these Pokemon. Oh, they're, at least they're a couple. It wasn't just him, right? Ex you know, I'm yeah. not sure if they included... No, I think the first daycare was only an older guy. And in the later games, they included a woman there as well. Maybe. I, th I think I think it... Uh, <laughs> it's a bit disturbing, though, it's if like you think about oh, it now. Yeah, you don't leave a Pokemon with me. <laughs> By the way, I got these <laughs> videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> lord. I'm sure, you know, being in the world where we live in today, something like that is out there. That shit would not hold up in today's world, guaranteed. <laughs> but uh, I think we all, we all got a little smarter now. Yeah. Uh, so we're able to blow the whistle a little bit uh, before anything like that uh, gets out of hand. So... Tell me, what are the Pokemon on your very first team that you caught? Do you remember? Do I remember? Do you remember? If your only I had my uh, original Game Boy Color or or my Game Boy Advance SP, which also ran uh, Game Boy. Yeah, I remember that one. I, I was so bummed out when I uh, when I got my first DS, the first blue DS, when it came out in like I want to say 2006, 2007. I don't know. I, I I'm not sure. But uh, but. I realized what backwards uh, non uh, backwards compatibility was at a very young age. I'm like, why the hell isn't this working? I bought this system. I bought this product. You know, should be this? working. Exactly. So, unfortunately, uh, to play my old uh, Game Boy Color games, I would have to go find uh, my Game Boy Advance uh, again, which I think is in another box on the other side of the world. So, in California. Yeah, for so. you, it's a bit of a thing. Probably mine is just in the attic of my my mom somewhere stacked. Unfortunately, uh, we moved around uh, a little bit. You know, my family's now in Hawaii, actually. Ah. So you know, it's a <laughs> it's a we're all over it's the a place. movie thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie thing. I do remember mine though. Like yeah. I don't know how, but uh, kind of remember my first Pokemon team very vividly. Mm -hmm. I remember I caught a Ductrio. I got a Pharaoh. Oh I yeah, Doug Trail, because the dig move was was the thing. If you were lost in a cave, you're like, fuck this, you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna dig my out way out. Exactly. And how wasn't that a hidden machine? It wasn't a hidden machine. It was just you know a regular move. Exactly. I don't understand. Right yeah. Because fly was a hidden machine. Dig would get you out of a cave, mm -hmm. but it wasn't a hidden machine. You could just acquire it. And I think you actually acquired it in Pure City, very early on in the game. Fly. No. You could dig. Dig. Yeah, dig you acquired very early on in the game because very early on in the first game you would get access to da -da, the Diglet Cave, mm -hmm. which only was at that time habitated by Diglets. Right now, if you play the remake of Pokemon Blue, 
And if you own a Switch of people, you can do this. Um, that cave isn't only habited anymore with Diglett. You can find Judith in there, you can find Zubats in there, but back in the day, that wasn't it. Yeah, no, I, uh, so they did remake Red, and they did remake, uh, they didn't remake Blue, but what we have here, I have, um, actually, I have two, <laughs> two remakes of, uh, I have Pokemon Fire Red, which is a remake. Yeah, I played Leaf Green, I remember. And, uh, of course, because I like to stay true to the story, I chose uh, Charizard this time around instead ah. of uh, Squirtle. Actually, I think I chose both. Uh, I, I did two playthroughs. Probably. Because yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing now. You know, with Pokemon, if you purchase any game now, it's just one save file, I think. Mm -hmm. You can never play multiple yeah, games at the same time. you can't play multiple time. games. No. Yeah, I, uh, one of my earliest memories uh, of actually... <laughs> and this goes back before I actually started playing... Um, so my uncle was playing Pokemon, and I really wanted to play Pokemon. I was like four. So Your like, uncle was playing Pokemon? Well, he's 11 years older than me. Oh, well, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So so anyways, so I turn on the thing. I start a new game. Uh, this is like really, really young me. Aww. And I wind up deleting <laughs> his, entire, his, save his file. entire save. And he was like one Pokemon. He just had to catch Mew. Aww. And he was so devastated. He's like, ugh. Because he was almost like, <laughs> he almost completed the Pokédex. He just needed Mew. I never caught Mew, by the way. I, I think... I did. Master Ball. <laughs> I think my... <laughs> so I used a Master Ball uh, in the wrong situation. I used it... Don't tell me you caught a Rattata with it or something. I caught a Snorlax with a Master Ball. Oh, heart, The heart breaks, yeah. doesn't it? I don't know if this was a thing, by the way, in the in the version you played, but in first gen there was this um, this issue um, with the game, or well, it wasn't a legit issue, but there was a way uh, if you surfed down Cinnabar Island, really off the edge of the island, you would encounter not a Pokemon but some kind of glitch, and then Knowingo it or something like no, that? it wasn't actually Pokemon, it was really a glitch in the system, and then it would um, multiply, yeah, it would multiply the item that you that was first in your bag. So that's in Pokemon Blue how I acquired 100 Master Balls, 100 Rare Candies. Oh, well, you're a cheater then. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Was this yeah. in Fire Red? No, no, no. This was really on Pokemon Blue. You can still find it online. The glitch is, is, a, is a thing. It's a legit thing. That's how so many people trained up their Pokemon to level 99 because you could never reach 100 because it wouldn't do 100. Mm. Um, but it never came back in the older games. And it was really something you had to know about, the glitch. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Glitching or <laughs> cheating the system didn't really come in handy till around middle school. And this is when Game Boy Advance had been out for a while. And uh, you got this cord. You got this purple cord that could connect the Game Boy Advances uh, together and you could trade Pokemon with your friends. I really yeah. And I remember I'm sitting in the back of the bus. I'm uh, there with my friends. We're talking about... And this is actually, uh, if you can recall, I'm holding up... Pokemon Sapphire Red uh, version, and uh, and this, you know, y this is I think the first time that Pokemon actually uh, moved uh, when you started battling. This is uh, there was more yeah. movement I think. Yeah, and, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's like oh my god, Pokemon can breathe. But uh, anyways, so you spent uh, the bus. I spent the bus ride to school uh, trading Pokemon and um, trying to get all the started Pokemon without having to start the game over again. 
And uh, this is how I got all three of the starter Pokemon. I did a similar thing. I remember me and my nephew both owned uh, a different... So I owned Sapphire Blue and mm. he owned Ruby. And what we did is uh, we both made it so because you could trade Pokemon very early in the game. Yeah. If you went to the first or the second town, it was already possible with that. And what we both did for each other... He would save his game, and I would constantly restart mine, yeah, and yeah. I would send my starter Pokemon yeah, yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. So you could do the entire adventure with the three starters. And that's exactly what you did. Yeah. And uh, and it worked gloriously. It did. Yeah. So and you had a lot of fun with it as well. One point I, w- I want to make, because you talked about your very first Pokemon adventure. Your very first Pokemon adventure was my second adventure, although I didn't play gold or silver. I played crystal, because yay for the girls out there. That was the <laughs> first version where you could actually be a girl, which was... Really? On the girl's side, this was a big thing, because when I started playing Pokemon Blue, of course you could only be a guy, and you know usually you would need be named Blue. I named the guy after myself, because yeah, who cares? Um, but Crystal was the thing, and it was even featured big on the box that you can play a girl now. So for all the girls out there, this was a really big thing. I didn't know that. I Well, because I was Generation 2, I think you could choose uh, no. back then. No, 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 no. Or maybe I didn't even pay attention No, I, I don't, yeah. Even in silver and in gold, there were the only possibility uh, was picking the guy. And Crystal was the first one, which was kind of the, I don't know, I, I think it was kind of the mix in between gold and silver where you could actually play a girl because it's also Gen 2. Hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. That is, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad they definitely changed things. I think nowadays, uh, so I think the last Pokemon uh, game that I uh, played, I haven't played Sword and Shield, um, unfortunately. Me neither, but I will. I will, and I will keep you guys posted about that. <laughs> um, heads up, uh, if you really like Gen 1, go and play Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee on the Switch because it's a remake of the original Pokemon. Um, and it's a lot of fun because I've been li- reliving my entire childhood memories with the first Pokemon game. So mm. I highly recommend you do this. Yeah, it's not the same, but still it's so colorful and they brought out the new world. Um, and I will keep you posted on my progress on Sword and Shield. Okay, nice. And uh, and I want to say uh, this, this game doesn't really get a lot of attention, but there is another Pokemon game that I absolutely love playing uh, growing up. And this is for all you N64 fans. Um, well, there's two games actually. Uh, there was one where you could control Pikachu, but what I'm talking about is Pokey Snap. <gasps> the the photograph you, game. The photograph game. Oh yeah. Do you remember playing Pokey yeah, Snap yeah, and yeah, just yeah. bombarding Morning. Pokemon with apples? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> smile, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> 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 it's like, I'm just trying to sleep here, Jesus. <laughs> I, but it was such a different concept as well because you would either be seeing in this boat or this safari jeep mm-hmm. and you would be you know looking around and the graphics at that time were good for what you were used to because you were used to the game boy yeah yeah and uh yeah no and it was the first like on rails kind of game that i ever played and you know i think <laughs> i uh I got into photography a little bit later because of it, but um, yeah. But no, I, I I remember playing that and being able to unlock the different paths as well uh, that opened up to different levels. Like that was just completely, that was the most fun fun part of the game. And the only thing I had uh, that was a bit um, kind of disappointed with as a kid was that you know there was just I wanted more, <laughs> I wanted more levels. I feel like. You know, back then, you know, the N64 was limited to just a certain amount and how much you could really interact and change the system. But it was. But uh, but no, I, I the only thing was I really just wanted more uh, 
tracks to go on. So I think um, I think that was the only thing I had a problem with. Has it been remade? I don't think so. I, I don't think they've remade Pokey Snap. I think it's one of those things where it's like it, w- it was a classic. You know, let's not redo it. Maybe they might make it. You know, I I mean they made Pokemon Go, which is uh, I think it's a fun game. It I, is. You get out, you, you uh, go for a walk. You know, you spend some Pokestops and you catch some Pokemon. Right. I think. Uh, well, they did add a photo element to it, so I, th- I guess it kind of lives on. But you really that feel of like adventure and going to like a place that's not around you and unlocking different paths. I think that uh, that definitely could possibly make a comeback on the Switch. But I guess we'll see. Nintendo, if you're listening, we're opting for a remake of Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Please, and uh, and I hope that you do uh, upload some N64 ports. So oh yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Fun fact, they're doing it for Mario now, because Mario's birthday is coming up. 64. Uh, Mario 64. Yes. Well, they did that for the, the DS, actually. They remade it. They rem- But they remake a bunch of Mario games now. They're doing Mario Sunshine. They're doing Mario Paper Mario, Mario 64. They're remaking all of them. So maybe, because I'm not sure when Pokemon is, um, is out there for... How, how old is Pokemon? Um, it was uh, it was made in 1995 actually uh, actually it's either 1995 or 1996. Let me just let's fact check it. We're fact checking it right now. Uh, start because it could very well be that they might do some ports on that or remake some of those classics for an anniversary because they keep developing on the the original Pokemon and they keep building more to the decks and inventing more Pokemon. But there are some. Like spin-offs out there, like Snap. I think later on, Pokemon Dungeon became a thing. You had Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I remember there That's was right. another adventure game on Pokemon, but I don't remember what it was called. Like another. Uh, another spin-off, yeah. Um, spin-off. Um, battle. Uh, no, battle. it uh, it 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 was a legit thing on the GameCube. I remember that. Um, and Fun fact about the GameCube, actually, you could actually play your Game Boy Advance games on the GameCube. Yeah, I, I have that, that port. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I found yeah. that out like later. I'm like, oh my god, I can play Pokemon. It felt it a little w- bit weird though, like not holding. Yeah, it Yeah, because hand. the screen is so large as well, and the pixelation wouldn't get any better, so it would just be like a huge Game Boy exactly. in front of you. It's like the screws. But um, I'm gonna look it up because I know by heart. I love these games as well. And that was also a, a legit spin-off because they had two different games about it. Let me just look it up. While we do that, uh, we're going to go ahead and play uh, a song that we all know and love, besides the Poke Rap. Uh, this is the Pokemon theme from the show. Give it a listen. We're going to be right back. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause I will travel across the land Searching far and wide Each Pokemon to understand The power that's inside
back. Okay, so, uh, over the break, we decided that we were going to, uh, change the song and do something a little bit more. So, uh, so for our next show, uh, we wanted to know whether or not, uh, you would want to hear about Mega Man or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, both of which, uh, I grew up watching, uh, as well as playing with. I had a few of the action figures. I think I actually still have a few of the action figures. Uh... But yeah, so uh, we discussed that over the break. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you definitely should. Uh, our Instagram account is Blast from the Past Podcast Punt Vu. So great yeah, job! <laughs> Thank yeah, you, so yeah. you guys will put on their post after this episode, so you can vote on whatever you want us to talk about next, um, and then we'll recuperate that, and uh, we will transfer it into an episode for us next week to talk about with your input. Uh, so be sure to follow us, link to us, subscribe to us, and do anything you want to follow exactly. us and, and check can, out our stories. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, watch this video as well. Uh, we did do a recording here in the studio uh, of this first ever airing. And, uh, and yeah, you can check that out on the Instagram as well in case you want to watch the show later. We'll also be uploading the uh, sound, the radio output that we have made today uh, onto our anchor, which we'll uh, send a link to as well on our Instagram. And I will see if I can upload it as well onto Spotify, and the video of this episode will also be available on YouTube. Yes, you can check us out on Spotify. All the links will be on Instagram. Uh, I think that's enough plugging <laughs> for, for now. now. Uh, so the game I I, I yes. meant to talk about it is called it it was called Pokemon Gales of Darkness. Let me just I pulled up the website. Well, Adelaide does that. Uh, I oh, yeah. There yes. it is. Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. And this is where my sincere love for the Aspion developed. I, I never played this game. I oh, there was a whole ga- <laughs> Well, I was too busy playing Fire Red, and then I moved on to Sapphire. Oh, you know what I was playing? I was playing Pokemon um, Diamond. I played that, too. I yeah, actually yeah. preferred Diamond over Pearl. I don't know why, but, you know. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, I guess. <laughs> Nice. Anyhow, um, and po- we were so we were moving so well with like for the progression of Pokemon, <laughs> and then you just took it back a little bit. <laughs> okay, so now we're back where we started. Anyhow, Pokemon XD Gales of Darkness was one of the very first spin-offs where you could still play a character. So you would play this guy who was trying to save whatever was going on. Team Rocket was in there as well, but under a slightly different name, and they were doing something evil, and you had to stop them, and you had to your disposal. Two Eevees. And two wo- Eevees? Two Eevees. And one of them would eventually evolve into an Espeon and one in an Umbreon. So you had both. You couldn't catch any Pokemon. So it, I don't know. It, it, it kind of made me at that time think of a Zelda game to some extent. But the fighting would be only with your With Eevees. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got to fight your inner demons. <laughs> Well, you know, we're all a bit too This is what Pikachu faces every Every day. day. He fights his inner demons. He's like, why am I here? Is this my life? Uh, Am I meant to be a a slave to this man named Ash? Actually, that brings up something extremely funny, which I saw on Instagram when I was making one of the posts. Uh, When the hidden machines and uh, uh, the moves you could teach Pokemon, right? Which were just basically to us TMs and HMs. Yeah. Um, at some point, I think Gen 2 or Gen 3, they transformed in discs. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you yeah, could yeah, see yeah. the discs. And people would make memes about a disc throwing it onto a Pokemon's head. Because if you were teaching a Pokemon a certain move, you would see this image of the Pokemon there with the disc stuck to its head. It was <laughs> so weird. <laughs> nice. 
No, it's a, uh, yeah, because it disappears. It touches your forehead. Uh, the Pokemon's forehead and just goes psh. Yeah, but isn't it kind of weird that you stick a disc to somebody's forehead to, in order to teach them something? It, that was a thing. It's Pokemon. Uh, it's true. They they drink potion to stay alive, and they, yeah. they live in, you know, these apple-sized balls. Even though you're, like, Lugia-size, you fit into one of these apple-sized balls. Exactly. Which now, is... The science behind it is sound. What it takes, it, it takes some molecules of the Pokemon and transfers Compresses it. it? Yeah, compresses it into a zip file, uh, <laughs> which is then opened um, after, uh, of course, getting a, a <laughs> properly using archive utility tool. <laughs> and uh, and then it opens Pokemon zip file. <laughs> it takes a Pokemon out of the So ball. I guess WinRare is not going to cut it for no, them. No, no, no. They abandoned WinRare, I think, after like, you know, yeah. Gen 0 0.2. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. It just, the Pokemon got mixed up all the time, and, you know, we just got some weird-looking ones. Uh, error, error, can't subtract. Yeah, okay, exactly. let's not go there. Um, before you know it, you have dittos everywhere. Just dittos, 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 whatever. Anyhow, Pokemon XD, if you haven't played it, you really missed out to the segment here. I really hope they're going to redo that, because that was so much fun, because it was the, the graphics on that at that time were amazing. Yeah. And you actually had a legit adventure. And the fun thing is, it was, to some extent, way more 3D than... Uh, the way more 3D. Well, you know, it was I mean, more <laughs> if you're looking at the games where they started, everything's <laughs> a little bit 2D. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I get what you're saying. You, you know, could was, actually yeah. walk around and move the camera around. Oh, you can move the camera yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could move the camera around. That's neat. Even in the battles, you could move the camera around so you could, you know, face forward seeing your Espeon do Psybeam and whatever. It was, at that time, it was a legit. I loved it. It was a great thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. I, uh, I also like how uh, they've kind of updated the themes uh, in these newer games. Like the, I think the last game I played uh, was Pokemon Y. No, I haven't played that. There's, I guess that was a series of Y and X. I think I had Y. Yeah, I, I had Y, and um, and this actually it was uh, it was kind of themed around France. Uh, really? Yeah, and this, you know, you could change your outfit a lot, which is something you couldn't really do in the games before. It's true. Hence, you know, <laughs> the French. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, um, there was a lot of uh, clothing options, and I, I think just as Pokemon kind of goes uh, further on, uh, you, you change a lot more uh, about yourself, uh, and you know you have these like pageants and whatnot. I remember like berry mixing was a huge thing. I think in uh, I think in Sapphire. Yep. Yeah, you know you mix berries, you could level up your Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, you had this kind of cave, you could make your own secret hideout, and I guess yes. You oh would my god, I remember that. I spent like. An hour, like decorating. I'm like, okay, so the rug goes here. We we have, <laughs> we have the Snorlax couch here, and uh, <laughs> and then there was this little yeah. Clefairy doll which you could move around the house, which is so adorable. Anyway, I used to build my secret hideout in this town, in this treehouse town, Always where tree. you would have these like little patches of like soil where you could. Mm build like these berry trees or grow them and you had this watering can yeah, yeah. and once you finish the game the only thing which you would basically do is fly around the whole day on your flying pokemon going from soil ground to soil ground being like a legit berry farmer and trying to get all those berries in because you wanted to win those pokemon competitions yeah, yeah. and you needed to feed your pokemon a ton of berries otherwise your score would be bleh, and yeah. you would never win all those ribbons no, because I, you wanted those ribbons well i uh, i always just put like the legendary pokemon and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you have an eevee that's cute <laughs> do you see what i got here all right kyogre let's uh and that's uh that's the title pokemon on uh on, on sapphire, sapphire yeah right here i'm like <laughs> these chumps have nothing 
and so I have like a like a ribboned out Kyogor. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it bans you after a while. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I uh, I walked into there, you know, already knew I was gonna win. I'm like, you know, this will take about like what two minutes? Yeah, it was a uh, one everything. But um, but yeah, that was a it was a very fun experience. It was a fun experience, and now looking back, um, on the Game Boy Color, um. It's great that Pokemon evolved and that it had so much, but I'm really still holding on to the memories of the first struggles playing Pokemon on a Game Boy Color. Yeah, having no. the translation problems, having the call, well, not calling your parents, running up to your parents and telling them, Mom, Dad, my battery, the red light, ding, 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 yeah, ding, yeah. ding. And your parents would, st or mine would stop on like the interstate road to find a gas station to buy batteries because the child, aka me, was in the back and the light was on before, you know, you went out of batteries and <laughs> you saw everything you played disappearing. And back then, saving became a thing because you would tell your parents, I just have to save. You had to anticipate how long it was going to take to yeah. save. And like, you, you're, you're playing on red. That's when you know things are a bit more intense. You know, yeah. you, you have a time limit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're like, okay, all right. I'm, and it always happened in the middle of a battle or in the middle of a Pokemon that you want to catch, at least for me. And I'm like, okay, 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 all right. Do this, do this, do this. Quick, okay, quick. Save, save, save. And, uh, and then you try and look for like a battery, of course, but you can't change it in the middle of the game, of course. But, uh, but no, and uh, thankfully they solved this problem. We no longer have to use batteries, but, uh, but it was a very intense and stressful time as a kid, uh, having to constantly battle uh, this fear of losing your progress for God knows, like, I think the past hour. But uh, most likely, yeah. it taught you how to save and how to make sure your work was uh, was solid, which came in handy for university. You know, you make sure that the work you've done is <laughs> saved twenty four seven, and uh, there are no hiccups uh, anywhere along the way. It's true, and um, the funny thing is because s saving is actually an English word; it's not a Dutch word. In oh, Dutch, we, we would say opslaan. 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 Um, um, so what you had was kids, you know, in elementary school telling their parents in Dutch, um, yeah, ik moet even save, which basically means, yeah, I just have to have to save the file. But we didn't fully understand what the word saving means. We mm. just knew it means to, you know, back up your game on the game card. Yeah, yeah. And it just became a concept here. Uh, and most kids didn't even understand what they were doing. Just if you press that word and you just press A all the time, you were and then you know your game is saved and it's fine. So yeah. it became a concept on its own. Yeah, and fair enough. The struggles out there with the Game Boy Color talking about um, not playing it outside because yeah, and not playing it at night. Because, yeah, this was life. before touch phones, or you could really look at your phone for uh, more than, uh, I guess, a minute. You know, because back then phones were a lot more simpler. You didn't yeah. have these touch screens. You used your phone to call. You didn't really text much because that was expensive. And, yeah. I mean, difficult. Those, those were the times, if you did text, you had some serious money. But still, <laughs> you would short it the text a yeah. lot. Like, use characters. I'm going to send an email from my phone. phone. <laughs> wow. Wow, your parents must be rich. <laughs> I mean, in yeah. this country, we had that struggle. And then came the struggle when you grew a little bit older. You wanted to call your friends over a landline. But your parents would use the landline as well to send a fax or go online. And your parents mm. would scream, get off the phone line. I need to send a fax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those no, times. And then, you know, you could listen on a phone call from the landline, just anywhere else in the yeah, house. Just yeah. pick up the phone and hear what they're talking it's about. Like espionage. But yeah. legit, right? As a kid, there was you needed your imagination a lot more. 
Mm. Nowadays, there's so much stuff out there for kids to jump into. If you look at how big Pokemon games have got, in our times, it was so much smaller and there was a lot more to play around with in your own fantasy. So yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a lot more imagination. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to take too much credit from, uh, from these kids playing um, Pokemon nowadays. No, no, it's true. But I, I hope uh, if they do have a Switch, they will play the original game again and see whatever the struggle was back then because they really opted the game on that. And uh, I think for everyone, on whatever generation you start playing Pokemon, it's still a real like, experience. It's a unique thing. I've gamed a lot in my life and I've never really run into a game with just the right format that would keep you hooked for so long. Yeah. Because it's it's a generation thing now. It's mm. not only us, it's generations after us. Our parents know what it is. I, it's a thing. It became a legit thing. And you know what I find interesting is uh, Pokemon, These uh, the people that you encounter on the road, uh, they actually are catered a little bit to the older generation that yep. did play Pokemon. Yeah. And so these themes, these, uh, I guess these like themes about like mortgage paying or like, uh, or taxes or finding like a career after school, you, you find these in bits and pieces throughout the world. And it, um, it's interesting cause they, they keep in mind their original audience that started playing these games, uh, uh, 20 years. Oh, I almost forgot to say, uh, Pokemon itself, uh, the game started in 1998. Wow, and yeah, uh, which I, I think is is really interesting. I so the company started in 1995. Uh, I think it was uh, Creation um, is the name of the company, and uh, yeah. but Pokemon games they started in 1998, and I think the show was 1999. I want to say. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I do remember back checking this again. <laughs> I, I do remember, uh, and th- they've always produced it. Game Freak has always been the production company behind every Pokemon game, except their spin-offs. They've done all the like the original Pokemon game setup where you would get your Pokemon and you know go on an adventure. Yeah. But I'm not sure they did stuff like Pokemon Dungeon. So Game Freak started in uh, 1989, actually. Wow. And so yeah, it took a and then yeah, it was um. It took a bit, but uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, thankfully they did pick up the Pokemon franchise and then, uh, I think it made them big because, um, they still do every Pokemon game. I mean, legit every Pokemon game that, I mean, the mainstream games, the spinoffs, I think are made by other people as well. Oh my God. <laughs> people, he just had an epiphany. for Pokemon, uh, I actually just found out, which is really funny. Uh, the first ever broadcast in Japan was on April 1st, 1997. Wow! So we just missed it by a day, which is absolutely hilarious. Yes. But, um, yep. but yeah, uh, but it did come to the United States uh, on the 8th of September in 1998. So that's when I saw it at least by. But then again, I was also watching it on VHS tapes at that point, And they had a few seasons already i never had them on tapes uh the first thing i legit got on tape was the first pokemon movie uh power you know they remade that really last year yeah yeah i was watching it a bit with uh, my friend mac and uh, we changed the language to be in german actually (laughs) which is which is how you're supposed to watch pokemon movies by the way in case you didn't know (laughs) it changes the vibe of pokemon very quickly (laughs) and it is uh it is quite interesting i I do highly recommend uh, checking out the... Uh, the, the remake? Yeah, the Pokemon uh, movie. I think it's uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. And it's redone in CGI. It's the first movie remade. I'm trying to think. I think it was the movie with the three legendary birds, right? No? 
No, no, it's the one with me. Me too. Yeah, but I, I sort of forgot how, what the story was behind it. Anyhow, I've seen a lot of Pokemon movies. I definitely need to, to see the remake now to, to get in touch with the those old memories again. Mm -hmm. No, it's a, uh, it's worth giving it a watch. I, uh, the first uh, thing that I thought of after watching the remake was how much I wanted to watch the original. And actually, fun fact, Pokemon makes a movie every year without fail. Really? Every year. But I haven't seen there would be like plus 20 movies now. Yeah, there is. But I've only seen like one, two, three, I think I've only seen five? like four. Four or five, They yeah. make it without fail. They don't really advertise it here uh, in... Uh, On this side of the world, I guess in yeah. Japan it's big. Yeah, yeah, but, but they have it. It's done. Uh, it happens. Um, so, yeah, uh, in case you didn't know, I think <laughs> 2001 was when I... Uh, oh, no, I think maybe a little later. The one with uh, Celeste or something like that? Uh, yeah, um, it was the green Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah the nature one yeah, where yeah, yeah. Tra uh, Ash travels back in time. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, I remember that. I think it was together in the movie with Latios and Latios, the two like flying birds from Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald, if I'm not mistaken. I think Emerald was the link game in between those two. And uh, so... We've talked for just about an hour. I uh, I'm going to pull up the song that was in um, that was in Pokemon 2000. Uh, just to kind of send our show off. Uh, we're really happy that you guys joined us. Um, please stay tuned. Next week we will talk about uh, our next theme. Which uh, if you check out our Instagram, you'll find out from there. Awesome. So uh, here's Lugia's song from Pokemon 2000. Stay safe, you guys. Bye.
And uh, that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are really happy to have you. Uh, stay tuned next week. Uh, Thursdays at 11. We'll be right here. And guys, please stay safe. Tune in next week. And we'd love to hear from you on our Insta. Yes. Be sure to check us out. And stay and healthy. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Who Campus Radio. Learn. Live. Listen. Who Campus Radio.